Yo, yo, what's going on everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Freedom Legacy Podcast. Um, just got back from taking a very long break um, from the show. Um, I am just so excited to share the new message that I have on my heart with you guys. And I'm hopefully um, believing in faith that it will bless you in the long run. So further ado, let's just jump right into it. And I'm just so glad again, once again, that you guys are here. Um, yeah, I just got back from a great vacation. I went to Sarasota, Florida for the first time. Um, not the first time of being in Florida, but the first time of being in that part of Florida. Um, and no, I did not uh, see any gators, uh, while I was down there, thankfully, because we went to, um, a very well-known, um, river called Wikiwachi. It's pretty big, um, and we got to kayak um, um, through Wikiwachu River, and man, it was such amazing time down there. I went with um, um, my girlfriend, and we went to go stay with her sister and her sister's husband and her family, and we got to do a lot of great things, man, boating to working out to um, going to the beach to um, really like um, – you know, walk over the uh, a very, very, very populated um, and popular bridge in Sarasota, Florida. I cannot remember the name of it, but man, I got to um, eat really good down there as well. I did not gain any pounds, thankfully, but man, it was just amazing. But you know, you guys know I've been in a relationship for three months for those who follow me on social media, but I just really want to, you know, get in more of the conversation of talking about sex boundaries etc um now the question that always arises like to most people who are in a relationship like how do you you know how how do you overcome sexual temptation right how do you overcome um the hard places in a relationship that both of you guys are vulnerable and weak at um and honestly you know scripture all throughout scripture talks about self-control right running the uh, fruits of the spirit is self-control right um and we just really have to understand that self-control is a very big part of the relationship because it's it keeps you from falling into sexual sin right um and i know the question will probably be well jonah have you and your girlfriend slipped into you know uh sexual temptation and the answer is no we have not we haven't even crossed the boundary line of it, right? We haven't even, um, you know, we, we have not um, crossed any of those boundaries. However, that doesn't mean, you know, we're not tempted. Of course, everybody in a relationship will be sexually tempted, right? But I just have to be very clear and honest with you guys because I believe this is a very um, hard area that a lot of couples struggle in, right? especially before marriage, because we would like to justify our way into it. Um, we'll put ourselves in positions where we become very vulnerable and weak. Um, and then once we succumb to the temptation, we ended up falling um, into um, sexual temptation. And the most dangerous part about it is it becomes a habit and it becomes a pattern. OK, um, and so it, it all starts with your motive, your heart. It all starts with the. Uh, the intentions of why you're in a relationships, excuse me, in a relationship. And you really need to really consider of asking yourself this. Now, I'll give you a brief rundown 
on how me and my girl um, fight against sexual sin um, or excuse me, sexual temptation, you know, either or um, we fight against it by number one, praying. You know, we we individually pray to the Lord, asking God to make sure that he keeps us protected from this area. Number two, um, we try our best not to put ourselves in situations or, um, you know, um, physical places where it would constantly lead to that. And number three, we talk about it, guys. We communicate about it. And I don't understand how, I just don't really understand why partners are very afraid to talk about this or they just don't talk about it at all. And I believe it's because of vulnerable, uh, being vulnerable. It causes you to be very vulnerable. And a lot of you probably don't want to admit that you're weak. And I'm going to be honest, guys, you are weak <laughs> as a Christian. And as a follower of Jesus Christ, no matter how strong you are in your faith, when it comes to sexual temptation, you become weak. You have to talk about those things. You cannot justify those things. You cannot say, Hey, um, I'm going to be fine, you know, um, and, and, and then all of a sudden you, you catch yourself in a position where you're like, you, you're not even thinking twice about saying no. You just, you're just going with the flow and it just happens, right? You guys have to talk about it. You know, when me and my girl went on vacation and we stayed with her um, family, uh, we had our own separate rooms and it was easy for us to go and do anything we wanted to, right? But we knew our boundaries. We knew our place, and we conversated about that. We don't, we, we didn't fly out to Florida and got our own hotel. We didn't, we didn't, you know, travel and say we're going to get our own Airbnb. We'll be fine. No, we don't do none of that stuff. We prevent ourselves from sexual sin, period. You know, um, because it's already hard enough, <laughs> you know, it's already hard enough. So just try to make it easy. And if you are touching with those boundaries, the best thing you could say is, hey, you know, um, maybe we should, you know, calm down a little bit. Let's back up. Let's let's talk about this some more until it is ingrained in your brain that these boundary lines are clear. Now, some of you guys are also wondering, okay, why do we honor God in this area? It's because it's, it, it devastates us, guys. It brings shame. It brings guilt. Sexual sin brings any particular sin bring, brings shame, brings guilt, and it can be devastating, and it can, it can become addict, addicting. And long run, um, me and my girl had this talk, you know, when you get married to each other, it causes doubts. It causes frustration. It causes um, a lack of insecurity. It it, it it gets your brain to say, you know what, I don't trust my husband or I don't trust my wife because you look back and you're like, man, I wish we could have been better. Um, I wish I could have led the situation better or I wish she could have left the situation better. Like that's what your mind does. OK, so what we are experiencing, like I said, doesn't mean it ain't hard, but what we are experiencing is uh, a lot of, you know, a lot of uh, blessings. You know, we have mentors that check up on us to make sure we're, 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 we're doing good. Right. And some of you guys need to get in the community. Some of you guys really need to make sure that your community is really checking up on you. Right. Because all of us are weak. If you're in a relationship, all of us are bound for temptation. You will be tempted that the question is, what do you do with it after a while? Right. Um, that doesn't mean like, you know, borders haven't been touched. You know, there's borders that 
you know, sometimes we like to hop around. But once you step on that boundary line and you're like literally one second of crossing over that, you guys got to have the ability to say no. Right. So, like I said, I I, I think um, the reason why people continuously fall is because, number one, it is hard. It is hard. But number two, they don't have um, they don't they, they may not have that right accountability um, or it could be literally you just don't want to be open as well. I know people who have great community, but they lack being vulnerable with their community. Right. So if you're not vulnerable, you don't tell people, then you're just basically hiding something in the dark that needs to be come into light. The reason why you don't want it to, to come into the light is because you are afraid of exposure. But that's why you have to take responsibility of your failures, of your sin. So don't you you can't be sitting here and try to give people a false picture of something about you. If you want to be vulnerable because you fail, you got to be vulnerable. This is the way you are sanctified. This is the way you grow. This is the way that God grows you. This is also a way that people trust you more because you are this vulnerable, right? Now, I'm not saying share it with anybody and everybody. I'll say share it with people that you trust, share it with your mentors, share it with your accountability partners, all right? You need to make sure that you're not doing things that's putting yourself in that position. Like, I tell, I, I know people who are couples who literally get Airbnbs together, hotels together, and I'm just like sitting here like I don't I don't understand how you guys can really have self-control in a place where you guys are so alone and so vulnerable. Like that's so hard. Like and if you are by the grace of God, you know, you guys are literally making it by hair, you know, because let alone you you you, you get up with your partner, you guys start, you know, getting very physical let alone you start you're, you're already tempted it don't matter how many people are even around you you know so we we have built this idea in our mind that we're strong enough you know we're good enough and you know or we're you know quote unquote too conservative if we follow these rules but you see what happens when you don't obey god because it, it's not about rule following it's about god protecting you for your future marriage for your future period Right. Because that's what sin does. It confuses the relationship. Um, what sexual sin does is make you feel guilty, um, insecure. It makes you feel like, you know, nobody's protecting me as well, especially men in this area. Men, if you are in control of this situation as well and you allow this to happen, you're you're really held accountable for this because you're supposed to be leading in this area. As far as, you know, as a woman, um, you know, it's the same way if she manipulated her way to manipulate you to, to, to actually fall into this tempta- tempted area, then she is also really highly, you know, responsible for this because she's also too supposed to be leading. However, as the man, the man is really supposed to be leader in this relationship and make sure he's protecting his woman. So if you are not protecting your woman, then you are basically digging the grave for your relationship you're basically giving people every reason why this relationship shouldn't continue on now i'm not saying there's not redemption there's always redemption if you have fallen into this pit there's redemption i'm just letting you know there's consequences though you know like god forgives god definitely redeems he can still you know redeem the relationship and the relationship can 
can continue based on how you guys make of it. But it does lead to a lot of doubts. It does lead to a lot of um, insecurity. It does lead to a ton of, you know, questions on like, you know, is this really, you know, the person that I should be with? And it shouldn't be like that. You know, it, it, the relationship, that that's the reason why we marry is because if we're considering, if we're, and, and, and I'm not saying I have issues with people who are in, who are in a relationship for like two, you know, two or three years. I'm not saying I'm not about to judge people on my podcast for that. But what I don't get is when you are like in these relationships for so many years and for how many years of that of like you guys fighting temptation, it's just like. That is, you just make it so hard on you. Now, I understand if you're going through per, like severe personal issues, v- very severe trauma issues, um, maybe financially, you know, you just really don't have any money at all and you're just really struggling. It's just like it's hard to make ends meet. I totally understand that. But, guys, it's, it, it has to get to a point. It's like it's either you're serious or you're not. You're like playing with your relationship or you're not. Like what do you want to be in a relationship period for? Is it just for pleasure? Is it just for selfish purposes? Is it just because I desire just to be in one? Or is it really because I want to make a covenant with the Lord? I want to honor God. I want to pursue um, uh, uh, my wife um, slash my husband. I, I, I want to glorify God's kingdom, right? through marriage because that's what marriage is for marriage is for the sole purpose of glorifying god period if you're in any relationship other than the relationship to be glorified um, for the kingdom of christ and to advance the gospel you need to do a heart check and really need to consider do you need to be in a relationship period right now people would think i'm crazy people would think i'm naive people would be like oh you th- there you go with your little religious stuff and you know what that's why a lot of people cannot even number one keep a relationship or number two don't even understand the meaning of a relationship they if you can ask them what's the purpose of relationship two things they come up with oh to please you know one another to you know have fun to to to, you know to live life okay i'm not saying those are bad things they're great things but is that all what a relationship is about really like when you look at the bible and it talks about marriage it gives more to what it gives more to the eye than what somebody wants personally has nothing to do with your feelings has everything to do with the covenantal marriage with christ alone and so when we're dealing with these sexual temptations you don't want to be taken for too long guys like you you were really savior yourself, though we don't go into marriage just because of the whole purpose of sex. But sex is a big thing in marriage. And I just encourage you to get serious with your relationship. You know, talk about engagements. Talk about, you know, what's married, you know, being married look like to you. Talk about whatever you need to talk about and plan for it. Because if you just are playing around with your relationship, you're playing around with fire. I'm just being honest, you know, and it's just people just they're going to disagree with me. They're going to. They probably ain't going, you know, really, you know, take my advice on it. But, guys, I'm letting you guys know it's a serious deal to the Lord when you do fall into sexual sin. Like, you have to fight this stuff. You can't sit here and justify it. You 
you know, I don't care if you're if you fall, if you're falling, if you have fallen away from the faith or you're in the faith, especially if you've fallen away from the faith and you know better. Don't use that excuse. Oh, I'm not in church. You know, I don't really have a group, you know, accountability. So basically you justify your way into sin anyways. No, God still deals with that. God still will deal with you on it. That. that doesn't mean like, you know, the punishment is going to be crazy. It could be literally like fall into the depression, fall into anxiety. Have the guilt, have the shame. You're going to be dealing with all these issues. You're going to have trust issues. And God's like, look, this is redeemable and I can save you. But because you chose to make this decision, now you have to go through all that. Your spouse is wondering, like, if this is the right thing for us. Your, um, excuse me, your spouse. Your um, partner's think, you know, thinking this, this is the right thing for us. Your partner's also thinking, like, why this person didn't protect me. Your partner has so many other questions going through in mind. Unless you both are enjoying sexual sin then the relationship will for sure lead to devastation, especially if you both know that you're supposed to be honoring God and, and the Lord in this kingdom. Now, I said this the third time because so many people think, oh, this is you're very, very judgmental. No, I'm just letting you know that what Scripture talks about, God is avenger of all these things, and I believe we do need to practice self-control, all right? There's so many Scriptures about self-control that I can give you, and we need to put self-control into practice. That doesn't mean that you won't struggle. It doesn't mean that, you know, you won't, you know, sometimes won't be in those positions where you're like, oh, crack. You know, we put ourselves in this position where we're fired up and we're physically touching and we're doing more than we, 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 what we thought we would do. That's the time where you're like, you know what? Let me back up. Let's back up. Let's calm down. So, so you see what I'm saying? That's self-control, guys. You don't have to hit the boundary and be like, oh, man, I can, now, I can no longer say no because I'm already here. No, still say no. Okay? Still say no. No, and communicate constantly with your partner. Like I said, it's not easy. You know, there will be times where you do put yourself in that situation. Like, oh, man, I'm here. But the question is, what are you going to do with it? Okay. And I'm glad that me and my girl, we both always communicate. And it's not easy, guys. But we communicate and we know it's a no. It's a no. It's a no. (laughs) It's a no. Okay. Stop justifying it. All right. Stop. Stop saying, oh, I fell. Oh, I fell again. Oh, I fell again. Okay, so if this is a pattern, then how are you going to break the pattern? But it's so hard. Yeah, I know it's hard, but you're supposed to say no. Okay? Like, you get a speed ticket. Let, let, for example, if you get a speedy ticket one time, you know, they give you a ticket for $200. Okay, cool. You learned your lesson. Number two, you get another speedy ticket. Okay, $200. You learned your other lesson. I'm like, after your th- Second speeding ticket, you should have learned your lesson of paying 200 plus dollars to, you know, the courthouse. The third time you get your license taken away and it's just like, when do you actually start to learn that what you're doing is a habit? It's a it's a pattern and it's not good for you and it's costing you things. Okay, So. Anyways, guys, I just really wanted to lay the foundation of fighting against temptation, all right? It's all with the gospel, all with the word of God, through prayer, through communication with your girl or, you know, boyfriend, if you're a girl, listen to this podcast. It's being intentional, you know, even about marriage, even about, you know, your future. It's really being intentional, period, to protect you both. So then when you are married, it's me and my girl was talking about this. She's like, it's amazing that 
when you do get to experience sex in the right way, you're not worried about feeling shame. You're not really you're not worried about feeling bad. You're joyful. You get to please your spouse. You get to joyfully glorify the Lord with what he's created and how he's designed it for his purpose and glory with his covenant. But when it's outside that context, it's shame, guilt, sin. And some of you guys ain't hearing me. Some of you guys ain't hearing me. Some of you guys are not hearing me, period. You're just listening, goes out the other ear, next day you're going to fall. Like, I'm telling you guys, this is the serious stuff. When you get married, when you get married, you'll see a difference versus when you wish you could have waited versus when you do wait. So I'm going to end it with this. If you are in a position where you are constantly falling to sexual temptation, put a halt. Put a halt to it. Have a sit down moment with your, uh, with your partner. Draw the boundary line. Keep it there. And every time you're getting ready to pass that boundary line, if you get close to it, say no or say, OK, we need to stop or whatever the case is. Do what is necessary. Because what happens is when you practice what you know to do, it gets easier, guys. It's just the same way when you practice before before an actual game, right? But the more you practice, the better you get. You'll be, you'll be more prepared in your games. So when it comes to certain challenges, when you're tired, when you're weak, when you feel like you can't go on, that's a reason why you practice. So when it becomes game time, you're ready for every single obstacle that comes your way. So what is it going to be with sexual temptation, boundaries, right? You have to do the same thing. You have to practice that. Like I said, again, I am keep saying it. It is hard, guys. There's nothing easy about that. But if you want to keep putting yourself in situations where you get in that Airbnb by yourself with your man or your woman or a hotel, you know what I'm saying? Or your little, um, what you say, cabin up in the mountains, right? Right? And it's just you two right alone. That's where the enemy, he loves it. He loves it when he gets you guys alone where nobody's around. And that's where it all starts. And I'm going to say this, guys. Yes, you will end up being alone at some point. You know, you will end up being alone at some point. You're not always going to be around people. But this is what I say. When you are alone, communicate those boundaries. When you are alone, communicate what what's too far. Okay? Communicate what we should and what we should not do. Right? Communicate, guys. It's all about communication, guys. All right. Anyways, guys, I am thankful to be back. Listen, man, I'm telling you guys, you're going to feel blessed. You're going to feel great if you hear what I say. And even I'm working on it, constantly working on self-control, constantly working on boundaries, constantly communication, communicating with my girl. Just because we have not fallen, just because we have not crossed any boundaries yet does not mean that it's not hard. It's hard, guys. And we're still into practice. All right. God bless you guys. I want you guys to definitely share this podcast with all your friends. Follow me on social media, Freedom Legacy and IG. You guys know the deal. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace.